0: What's going on everybody? Thanks for tuning in to the J-Ham special. We're going to talk about Magic the Gathering, Warhammer 40k, Dungeons and Dragons, and other aspects of my nerdy life. My name is John. I'll be your host for this episode of Warhammer Wednesday, where I'm going to bring you content around Warhammer 40k Kill Team. I specifically want to talk about the Astro Militarum and your competitive advantage in using orders. For me, I believe that orders are probably one of the most important things you gotta look at when you are commanding a kill team for the Astra Militarum. Whether you're running a Scion squad or you're running a normal Guardsman squad, you need to know how to use your orders efficiently and get the most out of them each turn. I think they help set you apart so that way you're not just another shooty horde faction like the Tau, and also give you some different tactical advantages and ways you can use your army that you probably can't normally without using them. For me, I think this is good for both competitive players and casual players to know what they are and how to use them. I wanna give you some examples on how I use them as well. So, without further ado, let's jump right in. So, I just wanna do a little caveat here for you, just to let you know there is a difference between the orders in Kill Team versus the orders in Big 40K. So, the orders in Big 40k, the way it works is that the only people that can give orders are usually officers with the voice of command ability. And uh, those are things like your company commander or your platoon commander, um, your tempester prime, and then your uh, commissar if you gave him the, the master of command, which gives him voice of command. The other difference on how that works in Big 40k is you have uh, your your... Your Commissar, if you gave him voice commander, Master of Command, he can command any Imperium dude. So he can command the normal grunt guardsmen. He can command Scions if he needs to. So he can tell them to get whipped into shape and do stuff if need be. Uh the Tempestor Prime, though, can only issue orders out to Scions. And the Company Commanders can only issue orders out to guardsmen. So just to get that out of the way, that's not how it works in Kill Team in kill team the way it works is you have a leader so if you're looking at the core rules only the leader has the voice of command ability and he has the ability to pretty much shout orders to anybody that's within 12 inches of him so since kill team boards are pretty small 12 inches actually covers most of the battlefield most of the time depending where you have them at so you can usually hit just about every one of your troopers if you need to and so in kill team there's a little bit of a difference on who can actually issue out orders so your leader can issue out orders these are your guardsman gunner if you made him your leader specialist can issue an order your sergeant can issue out an order provided you made him your leader and the tempester can also issue out orders provided you made him a leader without the leader tag they cannot issue out orders so that's just how it works they don't want you to swarm the board with a bunch of orders i'm assuming that's the mechanic they we going for, so only the leader of the team can issue out orders. Then with the Commander's expansion, Commander models can, if they have the Voice of Command ability, issue out orders. So these are the guys like the Company Commanders and Platoon Commanders, they can issue out orders. Company Commanders do two, Platoon does one. Um, Tempester, or Tempester Prime, he can also issue out orders as your Commander model. Uh, and if you give him the Tempester Command Rod, then he can actually issue out two orders regardless. The other nice part with this one is it doesn't matter if your dude is a scion or a normal guardsman, your leader and your commander, if they have that voice of command ability, can issue out a command to those people. So don't have to be worried about, oh yeah, this one guy can't do it here, can't do it here, so now you have to build all scions for us, use the Tempestor because only the Tempestor can give to scions. That's not how it works in kill team. Whoever your leader is, whoever your commander is, you can issue those orders out. The small exception, of course, is the Bolgrins and the Ogrins. Uh, fluff and lore-wise, they're not bright enough to actually give orders. So, if you make them your leader, like the the Bonehead, you cannot give orders with him. They also cannot receive orders. So, if you try to tell them to take aim or forge for the Emperor, it's not going to work. They're just not going to be able to comprehend it and be able to do it. So. That's just, I wanted to get that little caveat out of the way because when I talk about it, some people might have some confusion. I know I did whenever I first started playing Astra Militarum and trying to figure out how all this worked. So, with that, let's go ahead and uh, jump into what the actual orders are that you can give to your men and women of the Astra Militarum. So with that little caveat out of the way, let's talk about what orders you actually have available to you for the Astro Militarum and Kill Team. The first on the list is by far one of them that I use the most. It is the order Take Aim. With Take Aim, you can have your guy issuing out the order, reach out to somebody within 12 inches, and that model gets to re-roll hit rolls of one. Um, the other add-a-little benefit, too, is if you are playing like the Regimental Doctrine of Cadian, if you choose one of those guys that already re-rolling hit rolls of one thanks to the Regimental Doctrine, if you give them the take aim ability, they will just re-roll all failed hits. So if you happen to have somebody that has something like a grenade launcher shooting a frag and he stood still, if you have, you know, three different shots that went off, well you get to re-roll all missed hit rolls, I guess. All failed hit rolls. You get to do that one provided you gave them the take aim order. So keep that in mind as far as if you want to make the maximum most of what you can get out of it. But just keep in mind that if you choose a model that, you know, ends up rolling a one and then you re-roll that one for a one, you can't stack this along with the sniper specialist or, you know, other perks that already do that. Just know that that's going to be just how the cookie crumbles on that one. Where I like to use this is using it on maybe like my other plasma guy. So I run Scions. Um, I have one guy that's a plasma sniper and then I've got my other plasma gunner. He is not a sniper or anything along those lines, so I like to use take aim with him whenever I decide to overcharge his plasma shots. So it works out pretty decently to make sure it's almost as if you have another sniper specialist on your team. The other cool thing is like compared to the Cadian Doctrine where they have to stand still to reroll those ones, you can issue out take aim, and it doesn't matter if they moved or advanced, you get to reroll those ones regardless of how they went about the battlefield. The next option is pretty similar. Um, It's called bring it down. And instead of re-rolling the ones to hit, it is re-rolling ones to wound. This is a great place to be if you are using weapons that maybe are less than the toughness, or their strength of the weapon is less than the toughness of the model you're going after. So it's pretty decent if you have like a four-shot weapon, or four-strength weapon, like a hot shot volley gun, and you're shooting at, you know, like, I don't know, a Plague Marine who has a toughness of five. Maybe do this, because instead of, you know, hitting on those fours you're hitting on five ups so getting re-roll one just helps you out with maybe eking out a little bit more damage on those wound rolls unless you just roll really good and you know hey that could be your games where i've liked to do this is i do like to put it on things like flamers they automatically hit so being able to re-roll the ones to wound is just going to help me push a little bit more damage through which i think is pretty nice uh but whenever i'm not doing it that route where i have done with my scions i've actually you can pair it up with other things so like I chose a hot shot volley gun demolition specialist. I spent my one CP to use his more bullets trait. So that allowed him to shoot five shots instead of four, which is pretty nice. Then I also have a com specialist that's nearby giving him a plus one to hit on his uh, rolls. So, you know, he's already going to be hitting a little bit better. And since he's a scion, he's already hitting on a three up. So. I'm not too concerned about the hitting side so if i have five shots going through throwing on this ability to tell your guy to bring it down it works great when you're going against guys with huge armor points or if you're taking it down an opponent commander that happens to have a ton of wounds this is a great way to go to make sure you can push that little bit more damage through and possibly take their model off the board turn one but yeah that's a magical christmas land that's definitely a build around and that that takes two models actually technically it takes three models doing something on your turn to actually get that to work. The next order is Forwards for the Emperor. I really think that this order is pretty nifty and I don't think it gets used enough based on like the different you know battle reports I've watched and the other people that I've seen play Astro games. I think this is a great one to use where you can because it allows you to shoot with a weapon even if your model advanced in the movement phase so typically most weapons like your rapid fire weapons be it las guns or plasma or your heavy weapons they don't allow you to shoot if you advanced assault weapons do but there's two things with this one that i think work out pretty well one you can now shoot with a weapon that you probably shouldn't be able to shoot with in the start so if you happen to you know use your six inch move and maybe you get like a four or a five inch extra advanced roll to it you've now moved your model extra far across the board Then you utilize this trait and now they can fire with their weapon. The other thing that I like about this compared to just running assault weapons all the time is it does not have that little caveat like assault says that if you decide to advance you add a minus one to your hit rolls because you advance and then shot with a weapon. So uh, this might be something you might want to check with your tournament organizer because rules is written versus rules of intended might be a little bit different there. If you're reading it straight up, rules as written, unless they FAQ'd it, I'll have to go try and look that up if that's the case, but I haven't found anything on it. You can then shoot with a weapon normally. So if you have a guardsman that has a four-up ballistic skill and you're shooting with a plasma gun, well, if you decided to use that rapid-fire weapon, you assaulted and then you chose to tell people forwards for the Emperor, you don't have a minus one to hit, you're still a four-up instead of a five-up shot. So keep that in mind when you're playing, but maybe do a little bit of research, check with tournament organizers, check with your friends and make sure that's cool, that that's how you're playing it. Because normally that kind of defeats the purpose of having an assault weapon. The way that Get Back in the Fight works is if you chose to fall back with one of your models, after you fell back you can then in that shooting phase shoot your weapon where you normally you can't. Um, Now similar like the Space Marines who say, oh yeah you fell back then you get to fire but you only get to you know hit on sixes is almost like rolling Overwatch for the Astardes. This one does not have that little caveat on there. Instead it says, hey, listen, you choose to fall back with your model, you can now shoot with that weapon that they happen to have. So if you got something like a flamer that got tied up, or you have something like the hotshot volley gun that got tied up in combat and somehow survived, be a flesh wound or you just got lucky. You can then choose to use this. Now, this does not work for retreating, which that's the whole overwatch, you know, watch out for it situation. Um, but this is something that you have in your toolbar that you can use. I haven't used it very much because most of the time I try not to get my militarium guys wrapped up in combat in the first place unless that's what they were designed to do, like my bull grins and my tempesters. But yeah that's how that order works and it works out pretty well i, I really do enjoy getting to use that one the few times i have used it but it's not something you're probably going to use all the time unless you're one of those guys who just like to make your guys fall back all the time so as you've noticed pretty much all of the orders we mentioned so far all focus on the shooting phase so you use these orders at the start of your shooting phase and this can actually help you kind of manipulate the turn order of things so if you happen to get initiative first or initiative second you can kind of put yourself ahead of your opponent uh, depending on how the play went. this is where for me the next tactic or I guess order that you can use is pretty stinking handy and it's the move 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 order this thing has seen a lot of play in big 40k and it's still pretty powerful in kill team as well what it does is allows you to advance your model Now, it doesn't say advance your model instead of shooting. It just says you get to advance your model for the order. So let's just say you did a six inch movement with your guard already. And then you decide to say move, move, move with your order. Now you get to move him another six inches and then you get to shoot, provided you have a weapon that allows you to do it. Move, move, move when it allows you to go through to do that movement, it's treating it as if it's an advanced roll. It doesn't say that you can't use this if you've already advanced, um, so that's pretty nice. So if you decide to say, hey, I'm gonna advance this guy, I'm gonna roll that D6, have him go through and maybe get up to 12 inches to move, and then I'm gonna say, move, move, move. You've got yourself up to eight in, 18 inches now with a normal guardsman to do your move. That's where you can really get some shenanigans going across especially if you're playing like with flamers which automatically hit it's a pretty solid place to be at so if you wanted to get a flamer up in your opponent's grill pretty easily and start burning some of those foes then yeah have them assault or not not have them assault have them advance so you get to remove your six inches move that advance say move 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 now you get to advance again and then you get to shoot in the shooting phase with that assault weapon so it's pretty solid but it's also good as a reactionary kind of tail because if you're using a guy that says hey listen I'm going to use my grenade launcher let's just say that for example and I have him in a spot where I can hit my opponent pretty well but maybe your opponent has initiative you can then use move 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 to move your guy out of the way or out of the line of sight from your opponent so if you're like hey I'm going to ready this model up in my movement phase you can more or less you can react to what your opponent did before they're able to actually shoot you just due to how orders work. So, in a way, I think movement Move Move is really proven to be really useful in the toolbox of many Guardsmen players, just because it allows you to play a little bit more of a strategic game if you need to, and your order is almost like it can save you in many different ways. It can either help boost you in, in certain situations, or it can also save you in certain situations. Lastly, for the last order on our list, and this one's, again, not a shooting-focused one, this one is fixed bayonets. The way fixed bayonets work is you get to choose one of your models that's within one inch of an opponent's model. So uh, let's just say you have your tempester. And like if you're not playing him as your leader, you have your tempester there and your opponent decided to charge your tempester. Now, if they have initiative, they technically get to fight first. Technically they get to fight first because they charge their model in. But um, in this situation, you can say fix bayonets and actually get off your power fist hits before they're even able to fight. Because you're using this in the shooting phase. You get to use your shooting... er, My bad. You get to fight as if it's the fight phase during the shooting phase. Which is pretty solid. The other thing that it doesn't actually tell you as well is you can also fight in the fight phase so you get to take one turn to fight your opponent maybe kill them or put some flesh wounds on them and then by the time the fight comes around since they charged you you now get to fight again provided your model gets to live and you didn't kill them during fixed bayonets this is a really powerful place to be at and that's why i recommend most people if you don't make sure you have at least one melee option on your team to be able to fight your opponents. Cause it just, it works so stinking well and I think it really helps set the guard apart. Not to mention if you're playing a faction like Katachan where they add that extra strength to your guys when they're fighting. Oof, man, you can really do some damage and take your opponent down. So that is all I have for the orders that you can actually do with the Ash Militarum. Hopefully that gives you some insight of ways you can use them and kind of gave you a decent enough breakdown of what the orders are and what they do. So not actually orders, but two different tactics that you can use or two different, um, oh, They're called stratagems in some ways, but they're called tactics and Kill Team. Two of the things that you can use, especially using your command points, is Sir, Yes, Sir, and then Cunning Strategy. These both affect the the leaders of your team and affect the voice of command ability. So, the way Cunning Strategy works, it says, it's 2 CP... Use this tactic after your leader or officer from your kill team has is issued an order. That model may immediately issue an additional order. So if you told somebody to take aim over to the like the left of your team, and then now you want to focus on somebody that's across the way and tell him to maybe take aim or maybe even to bring him down, then go ahead and use this tactic. Uh, the one thing I'll let you know is that a model cannot be affected by more than one order if you decide to go this route. So you can't say, oh, I'm going to choose my this cadian sniper that's not a specialist or yeah it's not a specialist or anything like on that route i'm going to tell him to take aim so he can hit better and then i'm going to tell him to bring it down that's not how it works so just keep that in mind you have to choose two different models it can be the same order but it's just gotta be two different models the other one is sir yes sir which you can use this one provided you have not used Um, cunning strategy yet the way this one works is that you use this tactic after picking a model from your kill team to be affected by an order all models from your kill team other than your kill team's leader within three inches of that model are also affected by the same order so and of course a little caveat you cannot use this tactic in the same battle round as the cunning strategy tactic and this costs two cp as well so most of the time you're going to choose one or the other um, so yes sir it's great that if you have a group of guys like I mentioned earlier I like to split my guys up into fire teams this can be awesome because if you have like your comm specialist nearby a plasma dude nearby a hot shot volley gun all within three inches of each other you can essentially throw an order over there and say hey listen I'm going to tell you all to take aim now you all get to reroll ones or you get to you know roll wound rolls or whatever you decide to choose for or heck even move 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 you have three dudes just move across the battle a whole lot faster than your opponent would probably expected them so both sir yes sir and cunning strategy are awesome um cunning strategy is what you find in the core book sir yes sir i'll have to take a look but i believe that's either in the commander's book or it is in the elite's book uh but anyway they're both in kill team you can use them both depending on your play style so yeah those are the tactics you can use that regard orders for kill team they're super good in my opinion so check them out try to use them in your next game and let me know down in the description if there's comments on the podcast area you're listening to let me know what your thoughts are on the episode. Otherwise, you can email me at the at gmail.com or hit me up at the real jham uh, just about on every social media platform that there is, and also the Special on Twitter too, which is the official Twitter for this podcast. So thank you guys for listening, and I'll talk to you next Warhammer Wednesday. Bye.